Hey, good morning, everybody. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, and it's Leap Year Day. Well, we're not going to have that for another four years. February 29th. That's weird. February 29th, 2024. And thanks so much for being with us today here on Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. We're going down to uh, Virginia this morning. I live in Maine, where uh, we've had warm weather all this week and then for the rest of the week. But today it's uh, something like uh, we, we woke up this morning. It was about nine degrees, okay, with the wind blowing. So I can't even imagine what that wind chill was this morning. But it's going to go away, and we're going to be in the 50s for the next six or seven days, just like Chicago had uh, uh, yesterday. It's a weird just one-day event. I think it's going to be warmer down in Virginia where we're going today, down to Loudoun County. It's Leesburg, Harper, Harper's Ferry, all that sort of stuff. Loudoun County Public Schools. We're going to talk to uh, talk to Jennifer Evans there, who is the director of student mental health services for Loudoun County Public Schools, and also with Jennifer Rojas. This is the Jennifer Hour. Okay, we're going to have Ms. Rojas, okay, who's with Cook Center, my old friends, Cook Center out in Utah, CookCenter.org, and they try to prevent suicide, teen suicide. They're a great organization. They've started something called Parent guidance.org okay which loudon county public schools is using to help parents in these tough times in schools with their kids etc i'm going to let them do all the explanation and why it's needed etc etc it's a good show in the cook center i can't say enough good things about them therefore i know that parentguidance.org is an absolutely excellent thing we're going to learn all about loudon county schools in just a few minutes, we're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org, A-C-E-E-D.org. <clears throat> That's the home website of our American Consortium for Equity. Oh, my voice sounds clearer now that I cleared it, hence clearing the throat. That's the home website of our American Consortium for Equity and Education. Everything's free over there. Go over, check it out. Our magazine, Equity and Access, all the podcasts are there, our Equity Awards program etc 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 again over at ace-ed.org and i hope you take a minute to go over there see if you like it share it with people etc etc and now let me bring on the amazing two jennifers okay we'll start with miss rojas good morning jennifer rojas good morning how are you call me larry good morning larry. Good, good morning larry good morning larry good morning jennifer how are you <laughs> I'm going to call, to call, you, call you guys Rojas and Evans for the rest of this show. You're both Jennifers. Okay? I think that sounds wonderful, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Rojas, where are you? Are you in Virginia? Where are you located today? Jen? Actually, I'm in Maryland. I am in, in Ocean Pines, Maryland. Oh, that's good enough. How's the weather? Yes. Oh, my How's gosh. The... We uh, also had the spring of deception, and it is quite cold today. <laughs> Having the same weather. Okay, and then uh, it's going to go away and be nice all week. So that's really, really cool. It's nice to have you here, Jen. And by the way, I know Cook Center quite well. You tell Ann and Mark I said hello. Will you do that for me? I certainly will. I yeah, certainly will. Thank people. you. I'm going to have you explain a little more about Cook Center in a minute, but I want to bring on the Evans, Jennifer. Okay? Hello, Jennifer Evans. Hello there. How are you, Larry? <laughs> I'm just fine, Jen. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I am cold, um, just like <laughs> Rojas. We... We woke up to 32 degrees today, but yeah. there was rain last night. There's nothing like yeah. watching a 
Your son playing their first soccer scrimmage in the pouring rain last night. Oh, jeez. So I'm still kind of warming up from last night. Yeah, well, yeah. Again, it's going to get warm again. It's just a weird quirk in the weather this week, one day, and that's, that's about it. Ms. Evans, okay, you're the Director of Student Mental Health Services at Loudoun yes. County Public Schools. That's a big deal these days. Okay, It is really, a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, it's always been a big deal. Let me put it that way. I mean, it's always been important. Please don't misunderstand what I said. But these days, post-pandemic, mental health in schools is really a serious challenge, more serious challenge than ever. Am I right? Am I doing this right? Jen, help me. I, I me. think Evans yeah. will help you. Um, I think we have we saw a spike in mental health concerns prior to the pandemic. This is not all because of the pandemic. We've been building yeah. mental health teams to and a whole office prior to the pandemic to support the needs that we are identifying across all levels in, at Loudoun County Public Schools and not isolated to Loudoun. And I think we're seeing oh, no. across the nation for sure, yes. but yes. we have seen some increased challenges post-pandemic, not just for the kids, but for the adults. We all yeah. went through trauma, <laughs> systemic trauma, and we're all trying to figure out what life is like now and dealing with some of the repercussions of the pandemic. Yeah, you know, and, and I was just talking to my wife. I'm older than you two guys probably put together. And um, I was talking to my wife. Our kids are grown. And I was saying, we were just saying how hard it would be to raise kids right now, okay, with all the uh, just, just so many challenges because we're, we both are involved in education and just with so many challenges in education right now. I guess we're glad our kids are grown. It's, uh, it's so hard. I'm so glad you're working with Cook Center and this parentguidance.org, okay, to make things better for, for the kids. And before I go further, Evans, talk talk to me. Tell us about, Jen, tell us about Loudoun County Schools. Just describe the school district demographically, however you want to do it. Well, it's a very diverse school district. We have over 100 campuses. So it's a very wow. large school district. Hmm. We have close to over 82,000 students. Um, wow. We have very rural areas. We have more concentrated areas. We have very diverse populations. Um, we have a lot of Hispanic. We have a lot of Asian American Indian. Um, we have five different languages that are mostly used here. So very, very diverse from where we were probably 15 years ago, which is what yeah. I love yeah. about Loudoun County. You go to one school. Um, the vibe is a little bit different than another school. Um, and so we think we really wanted cool. to build systems of support that really target the needs of the community, um, whether that's staffing, whether that's the services that we provide. Um, we've been working to build an Office of Student Mental Health Services for over 10 years. And I think we have a fantastic model where each of our schools has a unified mental health team that consists of the counseling team, counselor lead, director of school counseling, a social worker at each school, a school psychologist at wow. each school, and then a student assistant specialist at each secondary school. And that's someone that specializes in substance use and mental health, the assessment and treatment of them. Of those, you have a school psychologist are, at every school? You have a yeah. hundred school psychologists at a hundred campuses. Well, a hundred school a psychologists? How does that work? And I know the reason work. I'm asking so that think, is because I know there's such a shortage out there. I'm just curious. Well, we are yeah. not fully staffed. We have the positions, but like Got you it. said, there is a shortage of school psychologists. Yeah. So yeah. we have 15 vacancies. So if anyone listening wants to come to Loudoun <laughs> County, 
<laughs> we're you hiring. To recruit. Yeah, it's a good yes, place. It's warmer yes, than usual. Thanks for that opportunity. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, the elementary schools, some of them share a psychologist, <laughs> but sure. each of the schools has a social worker, and we are um, just about fully staffed with all our counselors as well. But school psychologists are hard to find, for they sure. They sure are. Um, they sure are. Absolutely. And what are the, you mentioned five you know, languages. There were five predominant languages. Well, what now you're going to ask me, and I can't name them, but um, Vietnamese, oh, RC, well. Urdu, Spanish, English. Chinese, I Arabic? I think it might be Korean. Very I'll have good. to find out. By the end of our show, maybe I'll be able to tell you the answer to that. Oh, I would, li- I would love to hear that. That's really interesting. Kind of just sums up the demographics of the... Uh, of the area, you know, when you hear about that, and you have to contact with the speaking of parents, you have to contact the parents. Yes. A lot of them, you know, they 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 translate well into their own language, and so, like I said, it's hard to raise a kid these days, and there's cultural differences, et cetera, et cetera. It's really an interesting time to be in, in, in your position. It re, it really is. And Ms. Rojas, Jennifer, okay. <laughs> Talk to us yes. about Cook Center and tell everybody what Parent Guidance is, which is obviously a program of Cook Center, and it's cookcenter.org, parentguidance.org, and these are and Brand wakes up every morning trying to save kids. So does Mark Welling. Yes. Okay, I've known them yes, for years. They, yes, they okay, do. Okay, over there, they yes. really do, and they really care. And just talk about. It. I, I know you do too, Jen. Okay, just talk <laughs> about this. Okay. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sorry. You know, well, I'm sorry we have to have a cook center, just like Ann and Mark and you and Jennifer. I mean, you know, it's all about stopping suicide. It's tough out there, man. Woo! Talk about it. It really is. Uh, yeah. So our our real goal is um, is to use the power of human connection and family empowerment as protective factors to really support children's mental health and really be a protective factor against suicide. I mean, that's really why we're here. Fundamentally, uh, we know that the power, the research is telling us that the power of human connection is a protective factor against suicide. Um, you know, and, and that connection really is that disposition that you have towards people. Um, you know, if you've ever picked up the phone and, and talked to an old friend, uh, that when you hang up, you have that really energized feeling. That support, you know, that feeling is the type of human connection that is so yeah. supportive of our mental health. Yeah, it's, uh, well, so again, we, well, what can I say? You know, it's it's so darn important. So what, just to, so we, to, go ahead, yeah. To go back, just to go, go back to the school psychologist. You know, uh, the national recommendation is that there be one school psychologist for every 500 students. Um, and even if you think of that, yeah, you know, right. think of everything that 500 yeah. kids are going through. But that, yeah, that's right. really the, the yeah. goal. And only three states across the country meet that goal. Um, and many are like, you know, one to 10,000 yeah, Frankly, I can't believe it's that many. Kids. Yeah, frankly, I it's, can't. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 there's a terrible shortage. And... Uh, Boy, I hope more people go into it. It's a good profession, but what can I say, you know? And also, I have to say, just you know, on a uh, uh, on another level, okay, the uh, the school counselors, okay, we're having trouble finding the school counselors was the first step towards helping the kids and all that. Absolutely. And it's just it's just tough out there. So now, Ms. Evans, okay, yes. Hope Center, and I didn't know this, and this is what I want to we're going to talk about today. This parentguidance.org, which I know is to help the parents, obviously. We're going to talk about how, how um, Loudoun County Schools found you, but just tell us what is parentguidance.org? Again, a part of the Cook Center, okay? Absolutely. Parentguidance.org. Go ahead. 
What is it? So I what came across parentguidance.org over a year ago, and as soon as I met and heard about the resources I was in, um, they have a lot of free resources for parents. They have something called My Life is Worth Living, which is a series that is really appealing to teens that you can watch at home with your parents or you can use in the classroom setting um, to just break down some of the barriers and have conversations about really important and challenging topics. They also have just a whole library of articles and resources that you can search by topic that are all available to parents. So that was what we initially implemented in Loudoun County Public Schools. And then my goal over the last year was to find a way to bring the coaching because we all get the what to expect when you're expecting when you become a parent. And I don't know if I shared this. I have a 15-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 4-year-old, and they're all vastly different. And raising kids right now is really challenging and also very scary. So there's no handbook, but if we can find... You're right. There, yeah. Well, it would have to change every year because there's new things that are happening, new trends that are happening, particularly with substance use, that we need to stay on top of, and things that are happening on social media and new apps. So the challenges today are so complex for teens, oh. but then they're that much more challenging for parents who have to help and support and navigate the things that are occurring with for their youth. So I think parent guidance is filling that gap where we have, have our to. prevention and early intervention services within the school, and then there's treatment. But there's not a lot of in-between to help parents navigate, is this something I should be worried about? What should I do? How do I talk to my kid about this topic? How should I help them navigate bullying? How do I recognize if this is an eating disorder that my child might be starting to show signs of? There's this in-between that we haven't really had. We have our staff who can provide consultation, but sometimes parents don't want to hear from LCPS staff, um, and it's more better received from someone outside. And the fact that it's clinician-developed, therapist-developed content that's given to the coaches really, really was was a selling point for us. So... We don't have accurate numbers as of right now, but even as a parent myself in Loudoun County Public Schools, I plan to be using this. Uh, I have two boys that are going through puberty right now, and they'd be yep. very embarrassed for me to say that on air. That's but exactly right. But I also have a four-year-old that is going <laughs> to be quite a challenge when she grows up. <laughs> um, so I think it fills a gap that we have with early prevention, intervention, and then treatment in the community. There's a lot of conversations that need to be had. People are uncomfortable having those conversations with their kids. I also think <laughs> it's going to normalize having these conversations. There's I so hope. much stigma around mental health. So much and stigma. So much. Yes. People don't want to say the wrong thing, so then they avoid saying anything, and we just hope yeah. and pray that things turn out okay. But if we can normalize as adults that help-seeking behavior, and let our kids know that we have a coach or even a therapist, <laughs> that's going to yeah. make them much more likely to have the conversation and ask for help themselves. And, 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 and thank you. Thank you, Ms. Evans. And uh, good luck. Your daughter, I'm sure, is a doll. And uh, just wait until she becomes a teenager. <laughs> that's coming down the pike in 10 years. Good luck. Let me just say that yeah, to you right you now. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, good luck. Good luck. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Rojas, okay. How does it work? Okay, parentguidance.org. Okay, Loudoun County, Loudoun County's uh, signs on. Okay, now what happens? Right. What do you guys do? Yeah. 
I know you're more than a website, so what which, we is, do, by the way, would be a good name for the next yeah. album. We're more than a website, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> more than a website. Yeah. I love that. More than a website to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, so how, how we step in is by uh, helping parents to be that protective factor when it comes to their children's mental health. So with individualized coaching, families have access uh, to their coach on a weekly basis. Uh, they can, tell, you know, however they feel comfortable, in a Zoom call, in a phone call, you know, however it is that is most comfortable for that parent. Um, but that individualized coaching is giving uh, the family member step-by-step program that is really giving them um, a sounding board for those day-to-day issues that they have and struggles that they have. So, uh, you know, if, a, if it's a parent who doesn't have insurance or maybe they are on a wait list for that therapist that they need and it's just weeks and weeks away, you know, coaching is something that they can start right away. Um, you know, that's, and not, not even to say for, uh, the, you know, in Loudoun County, it's not necessarily, it's, it's a big county. So what if you need yes, to drive long distances to see a therapist or, you know, the traffic, it's only five mm-hmm. miles, but it's going to take you an hour to get there. Um, so people can do this at home, um, in their car, you know, wherever they are in a, in a quiet, private place, um, you know, and, it's, and the times are selected by the parent. So if you're working multiple jobs and, you know, can't find time to meet normally, uh, you schedule your, your coaching sessions uh, when it makes sense for you. So parents have 24-7 access to their coach via text or email, and they know that their coach will respond within 24 to 48 hours. The other really important thing is that coaching is completely HIPAA protected, so it is available uh, at no cost to parents in the district uh, and, and also very private uh, for that family member. Yeah, I was just you know, going to ask you, parents, you answered both of my next questions. for foster good... parents, <laughs> grandparents, uh, you know, anyone who's a trusted adult in the life of a child in Loudoun County Public Schools. Well, how does it – but how does it um, – I'm going to ask this way. Is it reported back to the school? Okay, and I know it's a, it's HIPAA. I know that. Okay, but right, uh, right. you know, let, let's just say a child is. Let's take that 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 kid who shot up the place in Michigan. Okay, remember the teachers were trying to get him help, and he came in with a gun mm-hmm. one day, and yeah. you know, we all know mm-hmm. that terrible story. Killed four kids. Okay, uh-huh. and um, uh-huh. was uh-huh. that? Yeah, it was hard. It's horrible. Oh, it's, it's horrible on every single level. That one. Okay, the parents are going to go to do the mom's in jail. The dad will probably go too, et cetera. And, there's, and we won't go into that story. My point is, okay, if they had called, would the school know about it? Because is it a HIPAA violation for the for uh, the the counselor, you know, the, what do you call him, the coach, to get back in touch with the school and mm-hmm. say uh, Bobby Johnson? No offense to all the Bobby Johnsons out there. Okay, <laughs> is having is having uh, is having trouble. Uh, they just called and whatever. Okay, how does it work on that regard? Coach to school once they once they call in. I'm going to ask uh, Jr. about this. Go ahead, Jr. So the coach that's a Rojas, that's the Jennifer Rojas. Yes, yes, yeah. just Jennifer yeah. Rojas. We'll get back um, to Je. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the the coach uh, will encourage the parent to reach out to those local resources, the school, the school counselor. Um, but the coach themselves uh, is is not uh, does not wow. have a, a relationship with the school district. Well, that's it. So it's just literally like they have a private therapist. Or a private coach, or whatever yeah, you want well, to say. Well, and then, 
a private coach, and then the coach is working under the direction of a therapist. So if that coach is very worried about, you know, the, the student, uh, they'll go up to their therapist, to the, to the licensed therapist who, who they work with, um, you know, to, to come up with strategies that, uh, protect, that are within the, the, the realm of what they can do. And, uh, and, and I, I'm pretty much it always goes back to encouraging the parent to reach out to their local, um, their school counselor, their, their school mm-hmm. psychologist, uh, those local resources. Okay, that, that's pretty good. And so let me ask Jennifer Evans. Jen, how long have you been working with parent guidance? I have been working with Parent Guidance through the free resources for two years and with Jay Rojas and Adele Winter (laughs) with Parent Guidance. But as far as the launch of the coaching, we launched in January. So we're only about a month into the coaching. Okay. When you you say you launched, how'd you get the, that's that's actually a good point. It's brand new. How'd you get the word out? How did we get the word out? out? How'd you get the word out? Not only to parents, but I'm sure teachers want to know about this, too. Okay. Absolutely, and many of our teachers yeah. have their own kiddos in our school system. Of so course. we have yeah, worked. Live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a whole team, including folks from the Cook Center and our Department of Communications and, um, Communications and Community Engagement Office, who met on a regular basis to make sure that we covered all of the avenues to launch the information to our parents um, in multiple languages. We had information and and materials delivered directly to each school from the Cook Center. We also had a mental health and wellness conference. Our sixth annual mental health and wellness conference was January 27th, which was very timely. Jay Rojas was there, and we had parents sign up at the table. Um, We have a banner that is now in our administration building that they provided for us, and each school, as I said, has materials, window clings, and messaging that they have been given. So that is the blessing of all of this is the communication has already been packaged for us. We personalize it. We add our logo. We add school name. But each principal was asked to share it in newsletters, and then we also included this in our superintendent's newsletter that goes out on a weekly basis. And we also have a spot on our website that really highlights the free resources that are available to all parents and family members. Did the, wanna, um, Did the local news cover it? Did the local news We've had a lot of attention. So, Jay Rojas, you can probably help me with who has done stories. We had Northern Virginia yeah. Magazine, WP oh, has been, POP yeah. has been interested, Loud and Now has been interested. So, yeah, we're getting a lot of attention for this partnership, and and as we should, this is something that so many oh, yeah. parents need. I did want to go back to the comment about the safety concerns. Um, yeah. Because as a therapist myself, if I hear of a specific threat to someone that is named or a school or a an individual or even a parent, there's a duty to warn that you have you have to tell the this person that's been threatened. Um, so I would imagine that the coaches would consult with the therapists who are their supervisors, and that would be the guidance if it's a specific threat. And that's hard to yeah, determine. Correct. Um, they would have to name someone. Mm-hmm. They would have to name a place, and uh, the law enforcement would get involved in those situations. Right. And how are we doing? I'll, 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 well, I ask Jen Evans first. Jen, how are we yes. doing? You're a month in. Okay. What are you? What What are you hearing back so far? 
I am hearing wonderful things so but, far. By the way, it's, I think it's great, and I would bet you most of the parents think it's great. So what are you hearing? Yeah, I am important. hearing positive. Yeah. I, I, we are monitoring the amount of folks that go to the website. We're monitoring how many are actually signing up for coaching, how many sessions have actually occurred. But, again, it's confidential, so we don't know who is signing up. Um, right, but course. we're going to monitor that data on a monthly basis, and the Cook Center is sharing those reports with us so that we can figure out, okay, we don't have enough right now. What other strategies can we do to promote this? I do parent presentations on a regular basis. I'm bringing the information. I'm incorporating it in slides. I'm directing folks to the website. So we will keep pushing this out there. But the feedback so far has been very positive, um, and our numbers we hope just to see increase over time. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, I, I didn't, like I said, I don't have kids in schools anymore, but I'll ask Jen Evans, Jen, are parents, I, they have to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, are they ultra aware of what's going on out there in schools? They have to be so concerned about school safety, their kids' mental health, you know, you hear about bullying, there was just that story out of, out of I think, where was it, Oklahoma or something, okay, with the, with the transgender kid. Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's stories from all over the country. I'm not picking on Oklahoma. And my point is, okay, um, you know, you find that parents are aware of uh, they're they're ultra aware and they want something like this. You know, you know what I mean? Why? I know exactly what you mean. And I think that's a really difficult um, question to answer because we have a lot of parents who are hypervigilant, who want to know everything. And they're a subset of our parents. I think there's a lot of, because of stigma with mental health and substance use, and those are not the only two topics we need to talk about, (laughs) but it's not going to be my kid. It's not going to be my kid. Right. And then the folks, they either come as early prevention, there's that subset that shows up to everything, that want to be informed, they're elementary parents, they're ready. They want to be prepared for everything they're going to have to face. And then there's this gap where kids are in the middle, they're, cha- they're going through challenges, parents don't know what to ask, don't know what to do, don't recognize the trends of things that are happening, don't have the knowledge, and then they ask for help when they're already in the, the crisis mode. So <laughs> I Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, do you find, maybe I should ask Jen Rojas. It's Jen, is, is, when people use a parentguidance.org, okay, are they, is it, a lot of times, I don't know if it's even possible, is it teacher initiated, initiated okay, like, uh, like the teacher says, I see a challenge with this child, they may tell the counselor, and the counselor might make an extra effort to call the parents and say, well, you know, we have this parentguidance.org. Maybe you should look at it. I don't know. Where's the initiation come from? Is it, does it have to come from the parents or is both it coming places. from the educators Honestly, too? Honestly, it's from both. Good. It's, I, I believe it's coming from the educators and the counselors. So when Good. the educator is having that difficult conversation with the parent, you can say, hey, here's a resource that is, you know, exactly. completely free that you can, you can go to learn more. And, I mean, and some of the topics are so sensitive. Nobody wants to talk about, mm-hmm. I'm concerned my child might be self-harming. You know, what yeah. the parents need a trusted place to go when they have questions. You know, our goal is to really empower the parents to have a positive impact on their children's mental health and to really teach them, you know, how to tackle those hard topics and situations with their children. It's so tough. Jen, what are you looking forward to with all this? What's what's your measure of how it's working, Ms. Evans? Jen, Ms. Evans. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Sorry. 
what I'm looking for. Name, wait, really, really, really. God, no, God. What I'm looking for is a way to reach more parents. And I think this is the missing piece. I, Like I said, we have folks who come for everything, but then we have folks that don't come until it's a little bit later in the process. And we want yeah. to capture their attention at an earlier point. When I do presentations and there are folks in the audience and their parents, a lot of times they come up to me and they said, I had no idea this was going on. They, they had no idea the substance use trends. They had no idea about just how stressed kids are when I shared statistics. Oh, brutal. I can't, and social media and all of the nuances of that and what you need to do as a parent to safeguard your kids online and that presence. And they thank me, but we're not reaching all the parents. So my hope is no. that with this, this will supplement and will reach the parents who may have barriers to coming physically to presentations. Well, well there, there's offering. another thing. You, br- you brought it up earlier. And, and you know, with, uh, uh, with such diversity in the schools, and you've got a big school district. Okay, and you mentioned the five languages, the cultural differences. And I, I know for, you know, for a fact that many of the Latin countries, okay, the, the parents are very reluctant to, to talk to schools because the school, you know, that, that runs itself. And any, anything you go and talk to them about, okay, is, is basically you're disrespectful of them. Okay, mm-hmm. and that takes a long time. That's a cultural thing. Okay, right. and it's, it's nice in and of itself, but it's, 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 it's different here. You're talking to people from Korea who has, you know, that's, uh, people, people of Asian descent, they have a different look at, uh, at, at, at education and teachers and all that sort of stuff. And, hey, you know, the, the, there's a great cultural barrier. How do you overcome? Let me ask it simpler. How do you overcome any cultural barriers? Are you finding cultural barriers? We absolutely seek cultural barriers, um, and it's related to a variety of different reasons. One is privacy. One is we handle things within our family. One is just the ability to come to meetings at the school because of work obligations. Um, Some is just a lack of understanding about mental health or not even believing in mental health. Um, So we work to establish trust at the school, but I recognize that they may not trust the school staff at any point, and they want to keep it all private. So this is a, a supplement to that. And while we continue to work to establish that trust, and maybe we're only going to focus on academics because that's all they're letting us do, what can we provide to them that's separate from LCPS that could give them those tools? And that is exactly where the coaching comes in or even the free resources that are available, um, the webinars, the articles, if that's their comfort level. Um, but that is a, a, quite a challenge in Loudoun County for sure. It is, and it's going to take a lot longer if than one month to make it all work. By the, of course, you may, Jennifer Rojas. Go ahead. Is that you, Jen? <laughs> so uh, one of our, our – I mean, it is, so thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. my, yeah. my background, I'm, my family is from, from, you know, Latin America, uh, you know, first generation. And really, uh, I think that the entry point can be uh, our flagship course, which is Connecting with Your Child by Parenting with Purpose. It's just an amazing child development course. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the bottom line is if you don't have a college degree in either education or psychology, chances are really low that you've ever had the, oper- you know, access to a child development course. So we can start there. You know, it's very modular. So in a 10-minute session, you can uh, learn about how your eye contact with your child can really mm. impact your connection with your child. Your tone of voice with your child can really impact your connection with your child. So we'll meet parents where they are. And understanding, you know, about um, – 
five to ten year olds. There's one course on that. There's another course on you know that puberty age, that eleven to fourteen, uh, fifteen to eighteen, and there's even a course for you know uh, nineteen to twenty two year olds that are right there in wow. that first stage of adulthood, really thinking about you know what are those challenges that kids today are really uh, faced with as they're moving through the stages of, of development. Yeah, you know, it's the old joke, you don't need a license to become a parent, okay? And, <laughs> no. <laughs> you, know, you need one to drive, but you don't need one to become a parent. And obviously people just don't, everybody including myself, obviously, you just don't yes. know <laughs> child development. And, it's, and as, as I said at the beginning, it's, these days are particularly rough, in my opinion. I think every old fart in America thinks these are the rougher times than when we uh, – <laughs> when we were raising our kids. But, boy, it, it's just tough out there right now. Uh, Ms. Rojas, I meant to ask you, how many school districts are you working with with the parent guidance? We are up to working with uh, 322 school districts across the country wow. in three states. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. We're at, uh, we're, our reach is currently at 2.9 million students. Well, that's great. Mark states. Welling's doing a good job over there. I got to tell you, that's pretty <laughs> yes, cool. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, tell him I said that. Okay, that's pretty. I will. <laughs> that's pretty darn good. Okay, and I also have to ask this because we're talking to so many educators. Is there a cost to the schools at all to do this, Jen Rojas? The, for the uh, use of the ParentGuidance.org website and my life is worth living, there is no cost. Uh, our no. only request is that school districts uh, put the, uh, you know, a link to those resources on their mental health landing page or on the on the school site, so that parents can, you know, when they go to look at the lunch menus, they can see, oh, you know, the, I, I have some questions, and they can click on that and they can access those resources at no cost. The coaching that is a contracted service that we do with individual school districts, so that uh, there is no cost for the parents. That's good. And speaking of school menus, do they, uh, Jen Evans, do they still put the yesterday's string beans into today's Jello? Because they did that when I was a kid. Not that I have heard, and I'm sure I would have heard that from my kids. Uh, yeah. It was nauseating. That's all I can tell you. you see the, the lemon Jello with the string beans in there. Oh I, goodness! Wow. Yeah. No, I think we've come good. a long way from that. Right. I went to school a long time ago. We used to have to hunt mastodons, and then they started with the jello and the string beans. But uh, I'm just curious. Well, since if you mentioned, if you think yeah. about, you know, how old were you, was, were you at, in 2008? Uh, because going back to that social media piece, 2008 was really when we had that wide adoption of of, of cell phones, and everybody, you know, sure. had immediate access to social sure. media. So. If you were not a parent, wow. you know, if you were not in, in high school or, or younger yourself in 2008, then you're parenting your child through something that you yourself did not That's experience. Right. Um, and look how it's know. taken over. It's all taken over society in less than 20 years. It's like the blob for the science fiction Absolutely. movie. It just keeps growing, you know? <laughs> you and you also just dated yourself with the blob reference. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I won't even. Get, I, I grew up near where the Blob ate the diner in near Philadelphia. The Blob, oh, the okay. old Blob, the original Blob. Just so you <laughs> yeah. notice, everybody was it, he ate the Downingtown, Pennsylvania diner. You don't believe me? Look at the movie. Larry, okay, I, grew I went. There. I grew up in St. David. Oh, there Radnor. you go. Played soccer in Downingtown quite a bit. this. Do you remember the Anthony, Anthony Wayne movie theater? Yes. Remember that? My dad yes. was the manager of that theater for a 
long time you worked for that movie chain. That's amazing. I remember going to go. movies and then using the pay phone to get picked up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my there goodness. There you go. Right? Can you believe it? <laughs> what a small world. It is a small world. Okay. But, I'm, as, as, but I wouldn't want to paint it, as Stephen Wright once said. You, know? <laughs> you can quote me on that one. Ladies, you two are wonderful. And I got to tell you, this... Uh, Jen Evans, you're doing a great job to bring this to the parents and the kids and the teachers at Loudoun County. I'm just so glad you found Cook Center, found Parent Guidance, and put this all together. You deserve the Medal of Honor, Jen Evans. Thank you, you so much. I'm so glad I found the Cook Center as well. Yeah, they're they're just great. And uh, the only thing I can tell you about your kids is drop them off east the block from the mall so nobody can see you. <laughs> That's all I can yeah. tell you. But best parenting <laughs> advice you'll get. And Miss Rojas, Jr., thank you. You work for a great place. Thank you. Yeah, we are we are so grateful to, to be able to you know really impact the the lives of uh, of parents and kids and their connection with each other. It. That that is our our greatest hope. That's Larry what you and do Jay every Rojas. Day. Larry and Jay Rojas, I have the answer for you though. I don't know if we Go want ahead. to end with it, but the yes. five languages that are in Loudoun are. County. English, oh, yeah. Spanish, Spanish, Arabic, I Urdu. I think Spanish. Yeah. Like yeah. Sp- go ahead. Arabic. 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 Good enough. Urdu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Urdu. Dari and yeah. Vietnamese. What's that? Dari? Dari and Farsi are two dialects of the same language. So it's oh, I never heard of Dari. I know, know Farsi is, is Persian. He's is, is Iranian. Yeah, yeah, so it used to be Farsi. Now Dari is more oh, predominant in Loudoun County. Yeah. There you go. That's amazing. And I hope every kid learns every other language because uh, we all need good language skills. That's all I can tell Absolutely. You. The key right. to connection. Absolutely. The key, the key to yeah. connection. Ladies, thank you. Good luck thank with all this. Thank you so much. I love it. That thank was you great. so much. I really enjoyed it. You too. Take care. And enjoy the nice weather the rest of the week. Thank you all. <laughs> oh, you're so fun. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> wow. And not only that, St. David's PA. Who, who knew? Okay, I grew up about uh, probably six miles from there. Right? Wow, unbelievable. Hey, we're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. Check it out. Share it. It's good stuff. And check out parentguidance.org from cookcenter.org. Thanks for listening. My name's Larry Jacobs. Hey, have a great day. Once every four years, it's Leap Year Day. Take care. <laughs>